Welcome to Faith in the North. My name is Martin. And I'm Claire. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. This podcast is a follow-on of our after-church conversation, sharing our thoughts and reflections, recorded to encourage others in their walk with God. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey of faith in the North. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. This week we're thinking about wealth and favoritism. Yeah, that's going to be what we're going to have a chat about, um, reflecting back on the book of James. Um, but we're going to do a couple of things. Weather watch. What's the weather like? Weather watch. I wanted to say it's really sunny because it was absolutely beautiful was. when I went out the house to cycle um, Jacob to school this morning. But right this very second, it's it's pretty grey. I like how you dropped in the cycling. I know. I'm showing how, showing how fantastically fit I am. I'm really not, but keeping going. But so it was, but now it's a bit cloudy. And then the other thing in the background, and um, you might hear someone, and um, there's a guy going around, and what I've discovered he's saying, what I mm-hmm. thought he was saying, um, growing up in the South, I thought it was the call to prayer, because it used to always happen on a Friday, mm-hmm. but it isn't the call to prayer, it's... It's the Iron Man. The <laughs> Iron Man. Shouting, any old iron, well, any old iron. It's a recording iron. of, he just drives around. Oh, I don't think he it? keeps You don't think it. he keeps saying it? I don't think he keeps saying it. I think... Uh, um, he keeps recording and it says any old iron any old iron yeah and it's the same thing every time but it isn't the call to prayer um it is a scrap man which is a northern thing maybe yeah we had a growing up in newcastle we had a scrap man you had a scrap man um but we certainly none of that where we've lived in the south no. um so that's a little bit of um northern i've also been exploring the dales yep did went to Ingleton Falls. Yes, near White Scar Caves. Near White Scar Caves. And enjoyed the sunshine mixed in with the weather. Yeah, the and we had a fantastic walk um, and went to some waterfalls, had a decent pub lunch. It was a really nice time. It was. Even though it chucked it down, absolutely chucked it down most mm. of the time. But there was just the two of us um, holed up in the camper van with a good book. So we there were we okay. We were good. Anyway. That's um, that. We're going to think a little bit about um, wealth and favoritism because we've been looking at uh, James 2, Book of James. And um, so wealth is an interesting one. And I was thinking about just the dynamic in church life where you can mix with people who have a lot of money. Yeah. As well as people who have very little. Yeah. And I guess it's the challenge of how do you have a community when where that happens? Because Mm. other times in that. So I was thinking, well, if you're a. I don't know, a scaffolder or a bricklayer or a doctor, you probably spend a lot of time around people who have the same wealth capacity as mm. you. Um, so if you're a doctor, you're chatting to another doctor, you could probably both afford the same sort of holidays. Yeah. Um, same with a bricklayer or someone with more manual labour. Um, but in church life, not exclusively in church life, because it happens in lots, probably lots of different other communities, yeah. but it does happen in church. You have someone who is sitting next to someone else who has could have real great wealth mm. um, and you could have very little. And it, it is a real challenge, isn't it? It is. But also I um, I wonder, um, having read the passage in James 2, realistically, how many people of great wealth do we have in our church and how many of very little wealth do we have in our mm. church? Do we actually still tend to attract a like middling group mm, okay. of people Um so actually, yeah. you know, maybe in I in you know, in an ideal world, we would have people of all different stations in life. Yeah, okay. But actually, we maybe tend to attract people like ourselves. So, so middle So class. people who are yeah. middle class attract more people like who are but middle class. But I think class. there are extremes. Do you, you know, think? Yeah, I think certainly when we're in Cambridge and certainly here as well, there is. Yeah, no, sure. So there's there's people I've met that haven't 
really have not got anything and then other people who have a lot of money. So it, it is... No, you know, I think I you're think, right. I think yeah. there are... I'm not wanting to just contradict you. No, that's fine. Uh, but uh, I'm, I think there are quite a, a contrast. So I think you can. And it means... So so from two different points, you have someone who doesn't have a lot can find themselves being spoken to or talking to or, or someone sharing about their life from mm-hmm. someone who has a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and that actually can be quite a challenge. In a similar way, uh, yeah. you know, if you have a lot, you're in, you, you can have... So it... It's not balanced in that sense because you're meeting people from different spheres of life, and yeah. uh, and probably it affects those people who have little, yeah, because they're probably seeing people with a lot and thinking, well, how come I haven't got? Mm. I don't know. And we've had situations where we've, you know, early marriage, you know, we've hadn't had a huge amount, um, and um, struggled. You know, when you yeah. hear everyone's. I don't know what do you on the list? Going on holiday? Holidays. Paying for a cleaner. Yeah, oh, paying for a cleaner. Oh, how I um, have envied those people who have a cleaner. Um, so, you know, if you're listening and you have a cleaner, I bear you no ill will, but <laughs> we would love a cleaner. I'm not housewife of the year, for sure. <laughs> but um, So you, you are around people who, who have different capacities in that sense. And, and that's not going to change. It was in Jesus' time, yeah. you know, and it's still in our time. Yeah. Uh, and there's a real... Um, challenge to that but there's also there's a real if you get that balance right if mm. you you're graceful and generous and gracious in how you relate to each other from different because it's a real you know what are the circumstances does a cleaner get, you know have fellowship and pray with someone who's you know managing director uh, yeah, yeah managing director or yeah. a barrister or something else and similar how do you, it cuts across all those barriers well it should yeah. do yeah um my hope that it does my fear is that maybe it doesn't maybe we're all just in our little groups yeah and we don't risk mixing across or learning from other people yeah and um, because if you've got a great amount of wealth your life will be different to someone mm. who's who knows poverty you know and mm. um, knows real poverty um it can be a real challenge but i was really i was challenged by the text um partly because of a um i don't know if it's reversed in some way so the text talks about um you know, not letting, not looking down on the poor person mm. and favouring the person with um, the rings on the fingers. Yeah. Um, and I I thought, actually, I wonder how sometimes I actually would stay away from the rich person. Yeah, so okay. actually, because of their wealth, I would think, oh, well, you think you're better than me. Um, and oh, okay. actually That's kind of stay so away. So it could be. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it is. But then the other, th- you know, the other... If I, if I really think about it, if I think of somebody who comes into church who, um, you know, who might have social problems mm. as well as being poor, yeah. it's like, well, how easy is it to talk to them? And do I quite, you know, just go to the person that I know, go to the person that's like me and stay in my own little, mm. my bubble, even my own kind of intellectual bubble yeah, okay. um, rather than spending time with people from different standings and your intellectual bubble is quite small isn't it thanks for that <laughs> that's just rude <laughs> that's then because you're so intellectual there's not any other people really uh, like okay that. So I, what, thought, I didn't mean it in a like right a, oh, you it, took it in a nasty way i took way, it in a really nasty no, way no, that no, oh you mean don't. i'm up there yeah. i'm up there goodness me exclusive yes. little bubble thanks of for that that's um, far from the truth but uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> um so i it's this is james too and i the the words in james because talks about the guy with gold rings you know he translated but 
literally it's gold fingered. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Like, gold fingered. Yeah, just like this gold fingered guy comes in and everyone's swooning over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this other poor sap gets to sit at the dude's feet um, because there's no chairs left. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's quite a stark, comical. You know, yeah. There's a bit of comedy about it, and that's lost, I think, in the NIV's translation. But mm. it's like you know, you do all this for um, because wealth. Yeah, wealth in church life, you know, um, you know, we can use our wealth, can't we? Yeah. Uh, to bring about influence. Yeah. You know, I didn't share on Sunday, but there's one, I think there's one that sticks out on me and I'm, I'm minded not to um, say anything that alludes to who it is. But someone did once say to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I was making a decision to do something and they actually said, well, we might need to reconsider our giving then if we did that. Right. So you can use your money and your wealth to try wow, and bring okay. about influence in church life yeah um that was part of my notes on sunday that for the first time ever i'd written and then mr page yeah you did i missed a page yeah. so i've taught it now because i didn't yeah i don't know what happened okay so that was in that was in that there. was in that page that was a good story yeah yeah because you can you think are you because we can fav- you know we can find these people of wealth and think you know well you've um you know you've got influence you mm. know and those people can because you know church life you know we need you know my and people love to name drop so people are very excited if you can you know say that yeah, okay. a, a politician or you know an mp has att- you know attended an event and so i think there are definitely ways in which we still favor like if a, if a celebrity if there was a celebrity in north yeah, allerton okay. how we would love to name drop that they had come to our because church of influence. and yeah. you know i think i think there are other ways um there are other things we prioritize now, perhaps above actual wealth. Mm, okay. And I think, you know, celebrity status, etc., is mm, up there. Okay. Um, might not to be to do with how rich a person is, but how influential they are. Because yeah. it, the, the example in James is, is about wealth, but really it is about favoritism, isn't it? It's yeah. discriminating, it's, it's having favorites you know, yeah. in church life. And that was kind of the main... Um, yeah having favorites so whether that is intellectual favorites financial favorites um influential favorites it's it's to do with you know prioritizing one one person over another person and we can tend to do that can't we we can find ways of favorite having favorites people that we like spending time with and that's hard because there's also a sense of um and at this passage it doesn't particularly speak into this but that we have people that we're comfortable with yeah, and okay. we want to spend the time with the people we feel comfortable with mm. and that you, you almost can't get away from that typically yeah, okay. um on a sunday morning you will tend to sidle up to somebody who you feel you yeah. know you're comfortable in their presence and so there's a different so there's two different things isn't it some people we might just feel a little bit you know keep at arm's length yeah you know, because we're a bit wary yeah you know and that's you know been around church long enough to know that some people you meet, you think, okay, I need to yep. know, be a little bit wary of. Um, and then the other thing is kind of new people and, and risking getting to know someone mm. new. Um, because that's the joy in church life is that you can meet new people and suddenly someone who wasn't you know, connected to you can become really close yeah, to you. absolutely. Um, and it's about spending time with other people and gathering with other people. So there's two different things there. Mm. You know, I think you know, we can be standoffish with people you know, because we want to protect ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, but someone's got to connect with somebody's going to kind of connect and on people. sunday you referred to it as um one of our f- our, our old friend um, yes. back in shelford had a phrase and um, some people are radiators and some people yeah. are drains 
and you refer to that on Sunday and it's true some people just radiate warmth Mm. and they're interesting to be around and they make you feel you know they make you feel good just being around them other people sap the life out of you Mm. now both sets of people whether they are radiator or whether Mm. they're a drain are valued by God and deserve attention and love and friendship Mm. the only thing is sometimes you need to be careful if you're surrounding yourself always with um with drains that might really Mm. you know harm your own mental health and on the other hand if you only surround yourself with radiators maybe you need to think of taking a turn and actually you know getting involved in somebody who maybe is more of a drain um, but still needs friendship and maybe yeah, you and that's can, the because you know, they might make you feel that way but you know or you might respond in that way but you know we need to care for others don't we and that's yeah. caring for people who maybe it's not mutual so it's not balanced yeah you know, in some relationships you just you meet some we've met some people and it's just like oh my goodness you just connect yeah. and it's mutual and it feels really you know this yeah. is no one's working hard at this we're just yeah. getting along well yeah and there's other people's like oh, okay i've got to got to put some time in some effort to make this come to something yeah um and because there's not a natural click and you know there's loads of people in life where that yeah happens, isn't it? so you know it's, it's how i think often christians would hear a message like this and think oh no i've, I've got to be there for all the kind of all the people who are you know going through yes, you know draining situations in life and um and i'd say you really need to be careful and you need mm. to balance your life with mm. radiators and drains mm, yeah. and um as long as you've got enough people putting in to you you can give out to the people who are needing help and attention that's just made me connect with um how do we find people that put into us you know because yeah i i reflect a little bit around me and i see a lot of people just don't transmit yeah just kind of desperate to be listened to just yeah and and not a lot of people who are ready to just kind of I don't know, hear from you or just, you yeah. know, where it's, where it's the other way around. And I, I don't know if that's, we're just all changing a little bit and we're all kind of on this, just got to get everything out there, mm. you know, listen to me, listen to me, because we're not listened to yeah. ourselves. But then it never goes anywhere because we're all just, yeah. <laughs> everyone's just clambering Everybody's to join in the conversation. Yeah. Um, and there's no, oh yeah, I want to hear from you. And we've got some other good friends where they do that. So we, they, they probably don't realize they do it, but we, you know, we listen to their stories and then they deliberately say, so tell us about you. Yeah. And they, you know, it's a deliberate... There's a real intentional yes. listening, but it's not um, forced in any way. No. It's really balanced. And no, it comes from, we really want to know yes. what you're going through. So yeah. we've shared all our funny stories or yep. life. Yeah. Could What are you doing? You know, just because there's yeah. a real desire to hear And it. every time we get together, there's this just to and fro. There's real yes. balance of being able to transmit to some degree and yes. receive in another degree yes um, and so how we how we do that um in a church community is interesting i mean even uh, this week i had an experience of somebody who just heavily transmitted to me <laughs> and i felt <laughs> heavy like heavy petting heavy transmitting no we're not even gonna go there <laughs> it was just heavy transmitting there there was you know the just a real kind of you know offload on yeah, me okay. and no opportunity for me Maybe, you know, actually, maybe I wasn't having a great time mm. at that point and I could have done with somebody listening a little bit. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, mm. it's hard. And I guess, I don't know, do the, does this does this kind of connect with the rich and the poor? I think maybe. I think it possibly does. Yeah. Um, and I think we need we need to be 
equally accepting. Yeah, I mean, it does sort of explain why James was so ferocious in um, kind of uh, pulling, calling out favoritism. Because mm. like, he knew that at the end of the day, it would kill the church. You know, this yeah. uh, obsession with um, looking out for those uh, who maybe have wealth or have all the everything sorted. And I know um, I've seen churches do that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and large churches tend to have a, a kind of a capacity to do that. Well, we'll just keep celebrating all these new people all putting them all at the front making yeah. a kind of stand on a um i'm going to say um not pedal stool uh, but pedestal yeah you always get, yeah, those, pedal, get those pedestal wrong. put you on a pedestal and because you, know, you look like you've got everything sorted and uh, and it's a form of favoritism isn't it you know we'll just keep bringing in you know and mm. celebrating these people but you know there's got to be this um level playing field yeah and i would say that um that means so in the text, we talk about um, a person has um, a rich person sat next to them yeah. and the poor person is at their feet. Yeah, okay. And I would say, let's all just sit on the floor. Oh, um, yes. So, yeah, there might not be enough chairs for everybody, enough chairs for every place. Um, so let's all join. Let's join the poor mm-hmm. on the floor. Um, and that makes sure that we're all, you know, we're all there together. Mm. I don't know what that exactly looks like. And what happens in practice. if you have um, bad knees? Well, that's true. <laughs> then, then you can have a chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, just that we, um, we, we do need to level the playing yeah, field. Okay. That we, or, or, um, you know, that this, the idea of an open table. That actually, yeah, okay. that we that all was... need to be at the same, at the same table. Yeah, um, okay. We can't, we can't have. We can't have people sitting on the floor and other people sitting on a chair. No, um, I mean, it's a really disturbing not. image, isn't it? I mean, if you just really think through what James, yeah. the story, the parable that he's telling. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that person who was told to sit on the floor because know your place. You yeah. Know, you're just down there. Be below. Yeah. Below I mean, and above. Yeah. And that's what we want to get away from. And I yeah, think I we unconsciously still do that yeah, today. Okay. And, you know, it's, it's just things like... Um, you're you're meeting up after church you know you're having coffee after church who do you talk to yeah, okay. do you talk to the person who might be really struggling in life might mm. have you know a number of problems going on or do you talk to the you know the easy friend or mm. the 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 popular person in church because whether we like it or not mm. um i think i could probably you know, divide people up into mm, the okay. the populars and the unpopulars. And, and, and we need to get rid of that. And because there's just this tendency to um, kind of feel that we're not listened to, so we all talk a bit more and we all, yeah. you know, so there is this, you know, you look at someone and think, oh, do I really want to talk to them? I'm going to get collared there for hours. Yeah. You know, but it's because the whole balance, so both sides need to be readdressed. Yeah. You know, we all need to uh, have places where we can share and be listened and then we all also need to listen. And I wonder this. whether in terms of a church leadership structure as well, whether churches need to be, there's a lot of a lot of categories we kind of invest in um, to help people grow as disciples, whether um, more as a church we need to be investing in listeners. Mm. So how do we help yeah, people okay. to listen? How do we raise a whole kind of generation yeah, of okay. listeners? And I think the more people are listening, um then the more people will listen. Yeah. So I think if you're listened to, you tend yeah. to listen yeah, to others. Yeah. So if we encourage people to listen, mm. to be there for both the poor and the wealthy equally, yeah. um, listening to them, then those people in turn 
become stronger and more mm. able to listen and equip other people because mm. we don't want to leave people in their set categories. Mm. The rich person doesn't need to stay, you know, in inverted commas, a rich person. The poor person doesn't need to stay in inverted commas, a poor person. No, not at all. And we can, you know, elevate um, mm. everybody to the same level. And that, I guess, so from a, a church organisational side, what does that look like? What does it mean to have a church um, or be a community where um, everyone is at a level playing field? Because yeah. we do need some people, you know, we need people who are, you know, uh, who, who are leaders, who yeah, do, teachers, you know, move, yeah. move things on, and they're, they're important. Um, but I think, and I think what we're coming down to is James is, a sourcing in the culture mm. and said that's not right mm -hmm. if you you need to change it quickly otherwise that culture becomes toxic yeah. um and i think we've noticed in church life not just here but uh, other places there's a culture mm -hmm. um you know and i kind of yeah i have a natural aversion to the whole christian celebrity thing it drives yeah. me mad yeah you know, i'd see the same people men and women on the circuit up and down the country conference and festival yeah and it just and I, name dropping yeah i just yeah. i just I just I'm so uninterested you mm. know uh, I'd much rather be um learning from you know journeying with people in an authentic <coughs> real way I'm sure we need we need good speakers and good talkers mm. but just this kind of celebrity Christianity which is such a, a ridiculous thing for us to mm. even think because this is what James said you yeah <coughs> this is not what it's about please don't do this yeah. this is you know about us in so you've just said the word authentic yeah and I think um authenticity really helps us get through this yeah okay because it comes with a humility as well doesn't yeah. it? um and i you know i i do fear sometimes of this you know this kind of obsession with celebrity obsession with a new thing a new person mm. a new name a new you know in and it's it's very much you know i don't like to struggle about following culture you know i kind of you know saying well you know but it is you know it's very yeah. much in line with what we see in the rest of the world you know yeah. we name drop and we you know we get the <coughs> the influence and then we kind of grow from there mm. but there's got to be i think this is a real you know this is what i would say as a church we can invest in that cuts across that and says do you know what there's some really wise you know people in our fellowship mm. who won't speak because you know of the culture of, yeah. well i'm not that person i, I wouldn't do that but we miss so much. So we want to elevate those people. Yeah, and yeah, and that's kind of you know looking at you know not being you know kind of not discriminating against others. It's actually mm -hmm. saying, well, how do we all share? And, and that's you know you look back at you know church tradition and even Baptist tradition. That's what the church membership meeting was about. Mm -hmm. We all it's it's about us all coming together, hearing from God, hearing from each other, and then discerning what God is saying. Um, so I, that's one thing I like about our tradition is that yeah. it's in our DNA. Yeah. It really should be, um, but you know we sometimes you know we don't. That's not always the reality. So there's there's positives in our DNA because we don't have a big leadership structure yeah. you know, in the Baptist Union. We are we organise ourselves. You know, as a church, there is no you know there's no one above us. You know, we manage ourselves. So it's it's there. Mm -hmm. um, we just need to try and release it a little bit more so that we can hear from yeah. everyone. Because, you know, you know, I don't want you to go too far down the church meeting route, but it does feel like, you know, certain voices mm -hmm. speak loud. You know, this is not just here. This is everywhere. So there's certain loud and voices. We also do need to remember, um, <coughs> as Jesus spoke in the Beatitudes, all the things that we prioritize today are not necessarily the things yeah, that are prioritized okay. in heaven. And yeah. Jesus turns that on its head yeah, and actually you know point. the the poor the person sitting on the floor 
in today's culture, mm. that's not necessarily how that's going to be. Well, no. that's not how it's going to be in heaven. And um, we might, you know, get a big shock yeah. to see that actually, you know, the tables have turned. Yeah. And how much more do we need to, we need to be embracing that on earth now? Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's, um, that's a really good point. And I think good point to finish with. Okay. Um, thank you for um, being part of our little chat. Uh, and um, I pray that you have a blessed week ahead. Goodbye.